So we're continuing from our discussion last week about uh, the Gzeir Shava Tesvav Tesvav, according to the Ran, the Minchas Chinuch, what it did was extended the Chiv, there's a Mitzvah of Pesach, Mitzvah of Pesach is Matzah, and on the first night it's obligatory. So the Gzeir Shava Tesvav Tesvav said the Mitzvah Sayyim of Sukkah, which is being in the Sukkah, that was instituted to become a chiv vis-a-vis the achila, and therefore achila the first night became obligatory. The mitzvah became obligatory. That was the stance of the ran, the minchas chinuch. Then we saw the rambam, the marshal, that learned the other way. That really, what was the obligation of leil pesach to have a suda, and since it was pesach, you can't have bread, so you have to have matzah. So similarly, there's an obligation of suda when it comes to the tesva of tishrei. When it comes to sukkahs, but since it's sukkahs, you have to eat in a sukkah. So mamela, the fact that you have to eat in the sukkah also became obligatory. That was the stance of the Rambam and the Marshal. So now I want to revisit the Rambam and see a Magid Mishnah, discuss the Rambam, and try to make some new uh, halachic inferences based off what he says. So again, the Rambam says in Hilchos Sukkah, Perak Vav Halacha Eating in the sukkah the first night is an, oblig- is an obligation. And therefore, if a person even eats one kazayas of bread, he fulfills his obligation. After that first night, it's optional. So he wants to eat a meal, then he has to eat in the sukkah. And if he wants to, the whole seven days of sukkahs, he can only eat fruit, grains, obviously not grains which are cooked, toasted, so there's still a dama. He can eat them outside the sukkah, he can eat them like a chilas matzah pesach, meaning to say that he doesn't have to. So here, the Magad Mishnah starts talking about these chiyuvim. And he says, it's Mishnah Sham. This halacha is based off a Mishnah in Mesech HaSukkah and Dav Chavzayin. A person has an obligation to eat 14 sudas in a sukkah, one day, one night. When it comes to the amount of sudas a person has to have, there's no limit. Except for the first night of sukkah, that's obligatory. Now the Gemara is clear that the derivation of the obligation the first night of Sukkot was from Chagamatzis. The Kasev Rabbeinu Kazayis, and therefore the Rambam wrote that a person has to eat a Kazayis of bread, Dumya de Matzah, which is comparable to your Chiv Achilav's Matzah, the obligation of eating Matzah, Veshir Chiv Achilav Kalmakami Kazayis, and the obligation of eating Bekolatarakula is a kazayas. So similarly, the obligation of eating in the sukkah is also a kazayas. Now, end the Magid Mishnah. The Kasfu Batosvos, now the Tosvos wrote, came in Shalai Levishan Choyva, since the first night's an obligation, even if it was raining the first night, he has to eat in the sukkah. But the Rashba disagrees. And that's the main that's the main thing. Meaning to say that according to the Magid Mishnah, he's assuming that the stance of the Rambam is 
that if it rains inside of the sukkah the first night, you're exempt from eating in the sukkah. Now, how would we know that from the Rambam? So my assumption is as follows. The Rambam brings down the din of eating in the sukkah the first night. The Rambam we saw before brings down the din of mitzvah. The Rambam nowhere writes that there's an exception to the din of mitzvah on the first night. If that's true, the implication is whatever the normative exemptions are which are expressed for sukkah, apply all seven nights because nowhere did it say that the first night's an exception. What did it say in regards to the first night? That eating in the sukkah is obligatory. Now, it's very interesting even the way the Rambam expresses that. How does the Rambam express it? When it comes to going ahead and eating in your sukkah, the rest of sukkahs, it says, He wants to eat a meal. So then, so eat with sukkah. He has to eat in the sukkah. He doesn't say that if you want to fulfill mitzvah sukkah, eat a meal in the sukkah. No. He says if you want to eat a meal, so eat in the sukkah. That's after he's coming ahead and expressing the din of Laila Rishon. There's a slight mashmos, an implication, that it's similar to the the way that it's manifest the first night also, that if he has to eat his meal, so then he has to eat it in the sukkah. But, now look at this. According to the Rambam, what's the obligation of Tesvav Tesvav? The obligation of Tesvav Tesvav is that the Suda of Tesvav Tishrei is obligatory, the same way the Suda of Tesvav Nisan is obligatory. Now, since it's obligatory, it's a mitzvah, you have to eat it in the sukkah. Kashmak. You have to eat in the sukkah. Now, what happens if you're potter from sukkah? What happens if you're potter from sukkah? So what happens is, is you go inside. But you still have your suda. So there, if you ate your suda inside, while it was raining outside and you were exempt from sukkah, you still fulfilled your din of chiv suda. And therefore, even if it stops raining, according to the Rambam, there'd be no reason you have to go back outside and eat in the sukkah. Because inasmuch as the whole nature of the obligation was only a chiv suda, therefore, the first night, there's going to be no difference when it comes to the mitzvah yeshiva sukkah. And the stance of the Rambam would therefore be, rains, go inside, your pata from sukkah. Ah, you're going to have your meal? Great, have your meal. That's your obligation of the night, is to have a meal. And inasmuch as there's no din of sukkah, you can have it outside of the sukkah also. The Rashba, in source number four, brings this shaila on Leil Rishon, Shal Sukkah, Shiyar Gashamun, the first night of Sukkah, where the rain falls, or when it's tired, or it's extremely cold, let's say. Does a person have to eat a kazayas or kabetz in the Sukkah? Since eating that so much, that little bit, he's able to do or not. Comes along the Rashba, we're not going to read it all inside, just for time's sake. But the Rashba says, no way. If What do you want to tell me? That there's a, we have Gemaras, explicit Gemaras, Bryces, that tell me there's an exemption called Mitzdayar. Now, if there's an exemption called Mitzdayar, don't you think the Gemara would have to tell me that doesn't apply the first night? It's based off a drasha. So that would have to be expressed. The whole time, Kozmanda, that's not expressed. So then the assumption is that there's no distinction. If there's no distinction, so then 
that would be, that would tell us that when it comes to the first night, then the din of its dire would still apply. And therefore, if it's raining, obviously you don't have to eat in the sukkah. Now, just by virtue of the fact that the Rashba tells us that if it's raining, the first night the din of its dire still applies, doesn't necessarily tell us how we understood the Gzira Shava. Why not? Because it could be, very simply speaking, that he learned like the Rambam, right? That really the Gzira Shava was Tesvav, Tesvav. And that that's true. So it rains outside, so nothing doing. You go inside. It's dire. That could be. But it could also be that you're obligated to eat in the sukkah the first night. But even though you're obligated, the mitzvah sayim's achiv, nonetheless, you can't fulfill it in a way that the mitzvah didn't obligate you to perform it in. And therefore, it could be actually chayiv to sit in the sukkah, but the mitzvah, the patur mitzvah, doesn't allow for it. And therefore, you'd be an oinus on your chayiv. Right? You're not liable for not performing it, but you're unable to perform it due to the rain. So from the Rashba, we wouldn't know how we understood the Gzira Shavah Tesvav Tesvav. And therefore, we also wouldn't know how much he has to eat the first night, whether it would be a Kabetzah, like the stance of the Ran, or would it be like a Kazayas, like the stance of the Rambam. Now, this rush that we're going to see together is, is so interesting. There's a rush Meseches Brachos. The rush is discussing there's different things that we add to Birchas HaMazon depending on the time of the year. On Shabbos we add Ritzeva Chalitzeinu. On, you know, the different Moedim we say Yalav And the question is, under what circumstances when you omitted that which you were obligated to say due to the Kedush Sayyim, do you have to go back and bench? So now he's discussing there Maybe it's only on the certain times when you have an obligation to eat, like uh, Leila Seder, Leila Sukkot. So it says the Rosh as follows. Vim Taimer Talia. Maybe you'll say the two things are connected. The Kevin Shu Eichel, that since he's eating, Tzarech Sheyochel B'Sukkah, then he has to eat in the Sukkah. Says the Rosh, Vishleimer, Meshkachas Lo Kegin Shu Metztayim, Im Neiridus Gashamim. Let's say he's a Metztayer, the first night of Sukkot, because it's raining. And he doesn't have to eat in the sukkah because he's mitzdayer. Aval chutz the sukkah chayiv la'echel mishum simchas yontif. But maybe he still has to eat outside of the sukkah due to simchas yontif. Says the rosh v'davka milay l'rishin ve'ilach rishus. That's only a discussion from the first night, from after the first night and onwards. Avobalay l'rishayna, but the first night, b'chol inyan chayva. Even if it's raining. Nonetheless, he has an obligation to eat in the sukkah. And even if it's pouring, raining cats and dogs, he has to eat a kazayas in the sukkah. Why? Because we derive it from chagamatzos. So this rush is unbelievable. Why? So let's take it one step at a time. According to the rush, even if it's raining, the first night of sukkahs, he has to go ahead and eat in the sukkah. I is a mitzdayer. Mitzdayer doesn't apply the first night. Now why does mitzdayer not apply the first night? So the assumption is that he learned al derech veran in the minchas chinuch that the gzeir shavav tesvav tesvav told me that the same way that leila seder 
The mitzvah sayoyim is obligatory. You have to eat a kazayis matzah. So too, when it comes to Chag HaSukkah, the mitzvah sayoyim is obligatory. And you have to eat in the sukkah. Now, how much does the rush say you have to eat? The rush says you have to eat a kazayis. Now this is a pella. This is wild. Why? Because if you have to eat a kazayis, Right, let's go back to the Ran. The Ran was our source. He was our opinion that said that the Gzir was teaching me that the mitzvah of the Yom is an obligation. And therefore, the Ran says what? You have an obligation to eat a kibetzah. Why a kibetzah? Because only a kibetzah qualifies as a chilas kva. So if only a chilas kibetzah or more apply, qualifies as a chilas kva, that's the only time you're chayiv in sukkah. So then, if the Gzir Shava Tesvav Tesvav is telling me you have an obligation of Yeshiva Sukkah, we would presume you have to eat a Kibetzah. And yet the rush is very, very clear that you have an obligation to sit in Sukkah up until the extent that even if it's raining, you have to sit in the rain. And nonetheless, all you have to do is eat a Kazayas. A Kazayas? A kazayas is if you hold like the Rambam. If you learn that the Gzira Shav is telling me a Chiv Suda, so the Chiv Suda in Kolatarakula is a kazayas. So then that, that would make sense. So the Rush is a contradiction inherently. On one hand, he's saying that even if it's raining, you have a Chiv to eat in the Sukkah, which is indicative of the fact that he learned Tesvav, Tesvav is a Chiv in Mitzvah Sayyim. And yet, at the same time, he's telling me all I have to do is eat a kazayas. Kazayas? Kazayas tells me the tesvav tesvav is a chiv suda. Contradiction, stira, what do we do? So I think there's a very gishmak way to answer this question. So we saw before the Mishnah Chavavah and Beis, the Bircham and Zakai, the they were very makpid to eat even a chilas arai inside of the sukkah. Now, why were they makbid to eat a chilas arai inside of the sukkah? So we had two mahalchim here. One mahalach was that, like the Sholem Eshiv, we proposed in the Rambam, that it was a gzera, that we wanted to make sure you don't have a chilas kva outside of the sukkah. So to make sure you don't eat a chilas kva outside of the sukkah, we said that even a chilas arai also has to be inside the sukkah. The other way to go was that even though it's not obligatory to eat a chilas arai outside of the sukkah, I'm sorry, inside of the sukkah, but if you do elect to eat a chilas arai inside the sukkah, it's a ki mitzvah. We saw that explicit in the ritva, that you're makayim a mitzvah for a chilas arai, even, even a chilas arai inside the sukkah. Now like this, if the rush agrees with that stance, that even for Achilles Arai, there's a Kiyam Mitzvah. So now, if he learned, what's my obligation the first night? My, fir- my obligation, if Tesvav Tesvav is teaching me that the Mitzvah Sayyim is obligatory, all I need is a Kiyam Mitzvah. I don't have to have the, the amount of Achilles that obligates me to sit in Sukkah, because the amount of Achilles is a Kvias. I need a Kiyam Mitzvah. Now, how do I get a Kiyam Mitzvah? So if the Rosh holds 
that a kiyam mitzvah is even for achilas aray. So then, once he ate a kazayas, that's, that constitutes achilas aray. Oh, you had achilas aray? That's a kiyam mitzvah. I had a kiyam mitzvah? So that fulfilled your obligation of tesvav tesvav. Because if Tesvav Tesvav told me you have an obligation to fulfill mitzvah sayom, how was fulfilling mitzvah sayom? Eating. But I can fulfill that even with Achilles Arai. So says the Rush Geshmak. Achilles Kazayas is Achilles Arai. It's a key mitzvah. So if you eat a Kazayas and it's Yeridus Kashamim, you fulfilled your obligation that was built off the Gezer Shav of Tesvav Tesvav. Because you fulfilled your obligation of Yeshiva Sukkah. Unbelievable. So it could be that on one hand, we have the Tesvav, Tesvav is teaching me that the Chayvah Sayoyim is what's obligatory. The same way Matz is obligatory in the Mitzvah Sayoyim, so too Sukkah is obligatory at the Mitzvah Sayoyim. But since Achilles Arai in a Sukkah is also a Kiyam Mitzvah, that would also fulfill that Chiv. That's the Shita Sarosh. Unbelievable. Kishmak. So now we have two opinions. Opinion number one, the Rambam, the Rashba. If it's raining, you're exempt. Why am it's tire? According to the Rambam, what do you do? You eat your Suda inside? Aye. What happened to your Achilles Kazayas in the Sukkah? There's no such din. The whole din is Achilles Matzah. I'm sorry, the whole din is Achilles Suda. Aye, Achilles Suda has to be in a Sukkah. But your Pater, because you're tire. Whereas according to the Rosh, no. What's the Chiv? The Chiv is the Mitzvah Sayyim Zachleva. Mitzvah Sayyim Zachleva. So, how much do I have to eat? Says the Rasha, Kazayas. Why? Because Achilles Arai is a Kiyam Mitzvah. So, once I had a Kiyam Mitzvah, the Mitzvah Sayyim Zachleva. So, I had the Mitzvah Zachleva. I, I did, I performed my obligation of the Mitzvah Sayyim. That would be two ways to go. Now, the Meiri here, in the base of Achir, is a third stance. He brings here the Rima Lunil, the Chachmei Lunil. And they say as follows. It says, Shekol shepatarna was mitztayar, that the whole obligation, the whole exemption of a person who's distressed in sukkah, tafke b'shar hayamim. That's with the, all other days of sukkahs. But when it comes to the first night, hoyil v'kasav kavu l'chayva, since the Torah made it obligatory, Kematzvah, the same way the Torah made matzah obligatory the first night of Pesach. Lo'olam chayev. He's always chayev. The raya davar, and the proof is as follows. The tam mitztayer shu pater, because the reason that mitztayer is pater, umitam teishvu kain tedoru, it's based off a drasha, teishvu kain tedoru, v'aminin gabi la'levishoyim. And we say in regards to the first night, madiro yibay ochil, yibay le'ochil, the Gemara said, when it comes to his house, if he wants to eat it, he, he'll eat. And if he doesn't want to eat, he doesn't eat. And the Gemara says, if that's true, then even the first night it should be optional. How come he has to eat? And the Gemara answers, The term made it obligatory. Why? The 15th, 15th of Pesach. Alma. Therefore, we can derive that the Laila Rishayna is no din of Teshu came to Duru. Now, this, this Me'iri is, if you told me this Me'iri existed, I wouldn't believe you. What's the Me'iri say? 
Then when he says the first night of Silkis, there's no din teshvukein tadoro. Now, what's that mean? It means you have to go ahead and be in your sukkah. Ay, it's raining. Why are you putter? It says, Basukas teshvu, shiva silmim. Ay, teshvukein tadoro, there's no exemption. So if it's raining, sit in your sukkah. Ay, you ate a kazayas, you ate a kabeitza. And therefore what? The obligation is tesvav, tesvav, is that the mitzvah sayyam is obligatory. You have to be in your sukkah. Now, there's no exemption of teshu kein There's no exemption of teshu kein There's no mitzvah. If it's, if it's raining, so go to sleep in your sukkah, in the rain. What's your allowance to get out? Because there's no mitzvah. You can't leave your sukkah, no matter what. You can't leave your sukkah. The whole first night. So this is unbelievable. Whereas according to the Rosh, we saw that once you ate your first kazayas, you fulfilled your mitzvah sayoyim. That was your chiv, to have a the fulfillment of mitzvah sukkah. You fulfilled mitzvah sukkah, so go inside, you're done. You're mitzvah, seder, not a problem. Comes along the Meiri and says, no. The Gemara, when it said... It was telling me that it was a limitation of where the drasha of Teshvu came to do applied. The Besukos Teshvu Shivas Yamim, the Shivas Yamim only started from the day of Tesvav, but the night of Tesvav, there's no Sukos Teshvu, there's no Teshvu came to do. So in essence, we have three opinions here. The Shittas Rambam is that if it's raining, have your Suda inside. And that's it. The shitas ha rosh. If it's raining, have kiddush inside. Uh, I'm sorry. Have a kazayis in your sukkah and then go inside. And according to the meiri, it's raining. So what? Eat your whole meal in the sukkah. Go to sleep in the sukkah. And when daybreak comes, so then you can go inside because now you have a, you're a mitzvah. Unbelievable. Three shitas and rishonim. How to learn this Gezei Roshav of Tesvav Tesvav and the answer of this Gemara. So now that we saw the Rishonim, let's start getting into the Halacha, how this is manifest on a practical level. So the next source here is the Torah. The Torah says as follows, In kits of the Suda Shal Sukkah, there's no limit to how many Sudas you have to eat during Sukkah. If he wants to eat, he'll eat. If he doesn't want to eat, he doesn't have to eat. There's no obligation to eat in the sukkah except for the first night he has to eat in it. And even if it's raining, the geshem shouldn't stop him. The rain shouldn't stop him. So meaning, so we see clearly that according to the Torah, the first night, if it's raining, you have to eat in the sukkah still. So that either is like the rush or the Meiri. Umihu says the Torah, Once he eats a Gazayas, he fulfilled his obligation. And even though the Shir of Achila without Sukkah is an egg portion, the first night's different, it's more an obligation. And even if he wants to eat a kazayas, he can't eat that outside of the sukkah. And therefore, he can fulfill his obligation with it as well. Now, I like this. 
the Torah said, Once he ate a kazayas of bread, he fulfilled his obligation. The implication is that once you ate the kazayas, you fulfilled your mitzvah, and you can go inside. You revert back to the dinner mitzvah. So, what was the answer to the Gemara? Tesvav, Tesvav teaches me an obligation to eat in the sukkah. What was the din of Teshu came to Doru? That eating that one kazai is not optional. You have to eat it. But once you eat that kazai, you can go back inside. Meaning to say, in other words, the Torah goes like the Rush, which makes a lot of sense because the Torah's father was actually the Rush. So he went like his father, the Halacha. Unbelievable. Now, that's the Torah, the Beis Yosef. The Kisve of Iserlin, in the writings of the Rav Iserlin, Rav Iserlin is a Trumas Adeshin. Trumas Adeshin is a very interesting Sefer. It's one of the later Achreinim, Ashkenazi Achreinim. It's a responsa. The interesting thing about this responsa is that Rav Iserlin, who wrote the answers, he also wrote the questions. He wrote the questions as a means just to bring out certain halachic discussions which he wanted to write about. So in this Sefer, Trumas Adeshin, and Simikov Samech Kosov, he wrote the Pasku Smak, the Sefer Mr. the Katan Vashri, and the Rosh. Belaila Rishon Chivil Echol Besukah. On the first night, you have to eat in the Sukkah. Afilu Yodel Gishamim, even if it's raining. Now brings the base Yosef, but Tosfos Rish Perik, Pirsh Binyan Acher, but Tosfos explained differently. Now what's the stance of Tosfos? To call Hechadi Yodel Gishamim, the whole time it's. Raining, v'nimloch, and now he's unable to be outside of Achel Bebesei, and because of the rain, he ate in his house. Upasku, what happens if the rain stops now? There, the chuzer ve'oichel kazayis besuka. Once the rain stops, then he has to go out and eat a kazayis in the sukkah. So, meaning to say, it's a little different. You have an obligation to eat in the sukkah. We don't say. You don't have an obligation to not eat in the sukkah. You have an obligation to eat in the sukkah. But you can't fulfill that obligation while it's raining. Why? Because you're mitzvah. So now this is a difference, the rush and the taisvis. When it came to the rush, the rush understood that when it's kasav, also kasav chayva, that meant that if there's an ibai achil, ibai le achil, Right, that's Teshu Kain Tadoru, and that doesn't apply. So then, if that doesn't apply, so that means there's no Teshu Kain Tadoru until you fulfill your mitzvah. I, you fulfilled your mitzvah, we revert back to Teshu Kain Tadoru. But inasmuch as there's no Teshu Kain Tadoru, you have to eat even in the rain. Yet, when it comes to Tesfus, it's very, very clear that the mitzvah is not the Suda. Why? Because even if you ate inside, when the rain stops, you have to go back outside. Yet, while it's raining, there's still an exemption of Teshu Kain Tadoru. So if that's true, how did he learn the Gemara? What's this? What's this? He's dancing in two chasnas, right? If there's a Teshu Kain Tadoru, which tells me I'm at Steyer, so then, then the Chiv should be Suda. And that's why I can be able to go inside. And if the answer was a Kasev Kavu Chiva, that there's no Teshu Kain Tadoru, so if it's raining, still be outside. How could it be that I have a chiv to eat in the sukkah, and yet there's still a teshu kain tadoru, which tells me to go inside while it's raining?
So I'm going to say a chiddush here. This chiddush is a, is a big chiddush, but I think it could even be emes. And it goes as follows. So far, we've seen three different manifestations of Teshvu Kaintaduru. Number one, Hochei Drochim, Circumstance tells us that these are not circumstances that uh, a person normally sits in sukkah. And since these are not normal circumstances for a person to be in the sukkah, so then you're not obligated to remain there. You're able to go. That's number one. Number two, Abaye. When it came to you're not able to bring out your normative living standard. You can't bring out your sheets, your plates, your dishes, etc. So then, if that's true, you're exempt. Why? You have to be able to have your normative living standards. According to the Ran, even Rabbi agreed with that. Just the fact that you live there two weeks out of the month made it a fulfillment of Teshu Kentadur. That was the Homach Locus. But everyone agrees that you have to keep your normative standard of living. And now we saw our third manifestation of Teshu Kentadur of Rebilezer's Yudalit Sudus, of the Chachamim's by Achil, Yudalit by Achil. They're both expressions of Teshu Kentadur, but it's a new expression. It's that not only the circumstances have to be living circumstances. Not only does the standard of living have to be normal standards of living, but even your schedule of living has to keep up with your normative schedule of living. That was our third expression. So I want to propose as follows. When the Gemara says, the Gemara is discussing, the Gemara says, if that's true the first night also, answers the Gemara, the term made it obligatory. Now, what does that mean? Maybe we have a contradiction here, right? On one hand, you have a chiv to eat. On the other hand, there's a concept called teshu kain tadoru that tells me I can eat like I normally do. How do I normally eat? However I want. So those two things stand in contradiction. Maybe a kasav kavu chiva only goes ahead and overrides the aspect of Teshvu Kain Tadoru, which it stands in contradiction with. So if we have three different expressions of Teshvu Kain Tadoru, that being circumstance, Hochidrochim, right, Shemriyair, etc. Number two, standard of living, Abaye, Metzoyim. And number three, Achil, the Kasav Kavu Chayva is only stands in contradiction to that third expression of meaning to say, you still would have a Chiv to eat. That third expression of Teshu Kain Taduru doesn't apply to you fulfill your mitzvah. But what about the other expressions of Teshu Kain Taduru that don't stand in contradiction to the Din of eating in the sukkah, maybe there, they would still exist. And therefore, it's not a complete nullification of Teshvu Kain Taduru. It's only a, a nullification of Teshvu Kain Taduru, this new type, this type of Ibai Achil, Ibai And therefore, if it's raining, there we never had 
the Tesvav Tesvav, which contradict rain. Tesvav Tesvav contradicted Ibayachil. And therefore, rain's going to exempt you from silka. Rain exempts you from silka, it's raining, so go inside, eat. Aye, but now it stopped raining. You can fulfill your chiv, says Tursus, you better go outside. You better eat in the sukkah. So that's a fourth sheet now. This is our fourth sheet in the Rishonim, and what the Gzera Shava Tesvav Tesvav did. It wasn't a complete disregard to the Din Teshvu Kentaduru, like the Meiri, and it wasn't a disregard to Teshvu Kentaduru until you fulfilled your mitzvah, like the Rosh, but it was a partial disregard to Teshvu Kentaduru when the obligation of eating due to the obligation of fulfilling the mitzvah sayoyim, stands in direct contradiction with a certain aspect of Teshu Kintadoru. So the aspect of Teshu Kintadoru, it stands in contradiction with, there, it, that, that's a revelation, the Gzir Shavah is a revelation, that that aspect of Teshu Kintadoru doesn't apply. But the other din of Teshu Kintadoru, Mitztayar, maybe just Kashomim, that does apply still. So you eat inside, it stops raining, you better go out, you have a chiv to eat. That's Tosfus. Now, the Beis continues, and he says, If rain fell the second night, We're not so from, we don't eat a kazayas in the sukkah, we rely on mitztayar, and we rely on the smag and the wazarua that say, that you're exempt from sukkah entirely. Because they learn like the Rambam. Right? And for sure, if it was raining the whole night, we don't wake up in the middle of the night, we don't hang out there hoping that it stops. Because when it's the first, it's the second night, we were experts in establishing what the date is. So therefore, the second night is not a suffix deraisa. We know for sure the only reason we're doing it is Midirabanan. And therefore, since it's only a Dindirabanan, we could be lenient like those other opinions. Now that's all the the tour in the Beis Yosef, right? Now, the Darachimisha is the Ramaz commentary on the tour. And he's going to say here a few different halachas. So let's see this together. Says the Darachimisha, Vakasav Sham. The Imrut to the Hachmir, if a person wants to be stringent, he can make Kiddush in his house, and afterwards, eat a Kazayas in the Sukkah, meaning to say, it's the Shar Yamim, Shar Yamim, it's raining, Shabbos, right, Shabbos Chalamayid, it's raining, makes Kiddush in his house, and he wants to be very from, he can eat a Kazayas in the Sukkah, to film it's a Sukkah. But the first night, Tesvav Tishrei, Yikadish besuka. He should make kiddush in the suka, kadeshi avoruch zman gamal asuka, in order so she make shachianu on the suka as well. Veyochel kazayas, ida kazayas veyetze. Ad kadashena. So he quotes the rush, but he adds a caveat that it's not only that you should eat a kazayas in the suka, but you should also make kiddush there. Why? Because we know there's two different reasons why we make shachianu on the first night of sukkas. The first reason is like every Yantif, Shavuos also, Yom Kippur also, right? There's no special mitzvah. But because of the Kedushas Hayyim, the sanctity of the day, 
Therefore, we make a Shekhyanu as a way of appreciating the Kedusha Sayyim. But secondly, when it comes to Sukkot, so there, there's a new mitzvah, a mitzvah which comes from a different time period. It's a only once a year mitzvah. Therefore, any mitzvah which you only fulfill once a year, the first time we fulfill it, we make a bracha, Shekhyanu. Says the Ramah that when you're making a Shekhyanu and Kiddush, for the Kedusha Sayyim, you should be stringent to make sure you're in the Sukkah. So that way, when you eat your kazais in the sukkah later on, you made a shechianu on the fulfillment of the mitzvah. Unbelievable. Continues the Ramah. Kasava Kolboy, the Kolboy wrote, the Kolboy was one of the Ashkenazi halachic bishonim, it was in Germany. Do it din shara mitztayer, chayv lechol besukkah layla bishon. Any other type of mitztayer, you have to eat in the sukkah on the first night. Says the Ramah, mashmi devolov. It implies from his words, It implies that you have to eat there even when it's raining. Now he brings this tesis, the base Yosef brought also. You don't have to eat there while it's raining. But rather you have to go back in after the rain stops. Now, which is not true the other nights. So the implication here is the Dachimesha brings a kolbo, which goes like the rush. And then he says, it's not, Tosa doesn't sound like that. The implication being, it sounds like the Ramah is going like Tosa. Now, continues the Ramah. This is wild. Comes along the Mari Vail. And he says you have to eat in sukkah before chatzis, the same way we have a mitzvah to eat matzah before chatzis, right? That's called uh, din the korban pesach. It's based off a mishnah and zvachim, the fifth parak, right? The korban pesach is nechal al chatzis. So, so too, we have to eat in the sukkah up until chatzis. Why? Why? This how far they're taking this Gzera Shava is unbelievable. The Kasavid, the Maril also wrote, the The same way you can't eat matzah, right? I'm sorry, the same way you can't have a Suda from Sheshawasalamala Erev Pesach, so too you can't eat a Suda from Sheshawasalamala from Chatzis on Erev Sukkis, Dumida Erev Pesach. Says the Ramav is then nearly chumrabli tam. The same as two from the shiny achilas matzah, because the achilas matzah is different. Why? Dimi echalat chatzis the echalat matzah belayla tiyavin. If he eats after chatzis, he won't eat his matzah hungrily, with an appetite. Of agabi sukkah. When it comes to sukkah, ina mitzvah achilas yitzarich lechal tiyavin. The mitzvah of sukkah is not the eating of them eating inside the sukkah that you have to eat it with an appetite. Because even if I was theoretically just to sit there the whole night without eating, I also fulfilled Mitzvah Sukkah. And therefore, halachically speaking, you don't have to be concerned, you can eat even after Chatzos. If you want to be from, be from. But if you want to be lenient, you don't lose out. Now, put your seatbelt on. Continues the the Darchimisha. After I wrote what I just told you, 
Matasi Kasa Boazurai found in the Orzarua. The Orzarua was one of the early Rishonim. He wrote also in a halachic fashion. A lot of times it's based off Rashi's commentary. So he wrote, Kedivri Hamaril, like this Maharil. And he brings the support from this in Yushalmi. That you have to go into the sukkah hungrily. So therefore, that sounds like the Rama. I don't want to say it was chazer, but it sounds like he, yeah, it sounds like he uh, is actually a bit stringent for this din. So let's see how the Shulchan Aruch comes out. The Shulchan Aruch, the Rama, how they come out based off of everything we saw so far. So it says the Shulchan Aruch in Sifkimah, eating in the sukkah the first night is an obligation. Even if you ate a kazayas, a bread, you fulfilled your obligation. So after that, whatever you want to do, fine. If he wants to eat a meal, he has to eat in the sukkah. But if he wants to, all seven days of sukkah, so he could just choose to eat fruit, grains, chutz the sukkah, outside of the sukkah, then he could be Yeah. And then it's like Pesach. If you want to wash, you have to wash on matzah. If you want to eat, you have to eat in the sukkah. That's the Shulchan Aruch. From here, all we see is that it's a chilas kazayas patzas the din. So that means that he's not learning like the Ran. He could be learning like the Rambam. The language that he says here is actually a quote of the language of the Rambam. But from that alone, I wouldn't know that's his stance. Yeah, it could be he's learning like the Rush. Achilles Kazayas is a kiyam of your mitzvah sukkah. It could be he's learning like Tzvis. We don't know anything about Yeridus Kashamim. And for that same price, it could be he's learning like Timiri. So at this point, we really don't have a clear picture of what the Shulchan Aruch stance is. All we see is that the first thing you have to eat a Kazayas, you don't have to eat a Kavita like the Ran. Now, says the Ramah, you shouldn't eat the first night until it's for sure night because it's a mitzvah deraisa. So we say, you have to make sure it's night time. The Ramah brings this din of eating before chatzis. That's how far we're learning. Tesvav, Tesvav. We see this other din of the Ramah of the of the Maharil that we saw before that originally he said a machmer machmer of a hifsid, he actually brings it once he found this in the Orzarua and the Yushalmi. And that's the for Ashkenazim. So like this. Says the Shokanoruch and Sifei. Yaldu Gesham, it rains. Hari Zaniknas the Techabayas, you can go inside. Mimasaimutulifanis, when can he go back out? I'm saying, when can he go outside of the sukkah? Once it rains enough, that'll ruin even his bean soup. So, comes along the Shulchan Aruch. It says, and he goes inside. Now, it doesn't say anything about eating a kazayas inside the sukkah. It doesn't say anything about waiting till the rain stops and going back in. So now, that being said... It is quite clear that the Shulchan Aruch is paskening the Rambam. According to the Shulchan Aruch, the Gzeir Shavat Tesvav Tesvav told me a Achilas Suda. 
And like the Maharshal told me, once I have a chiv, a chiv a suda, memeilem chayv in sukkah, but these readers kashamim, I'm potter, there's a dim at staya. So very good, have that inside. Why not? Why do you have to be in the sukkah? Because you're chayv, you're not, you're mitztaya. So he went straight, the Shukhanach went straight like the Rambam. Says the Ramah, So he first starts commenting on the last part. That is enough rain that it would ruin the food, even if the food's not there, nonetheless, that amount of rain, you can go inside. Now, what happens if a person doesn't know how much rain is going to ruin his food? Yeshair, he should estimate. If this much water was falling on him inside his own house, would he go back in or not? If he would go back in, he'd go to a different room, so he can leave a sukkah also. Says the Ramah, This is only referring to all the days of sukkahs or all the other nights. But when it comes to the first night, he has to eat a kazayas in the sukkah. Even if rain is falling, he has to eat sukkah. He has to eat in the sukkah. And he has to make kiddush in the sukkah, so he also makes shechiyana in the sukkah as well. When he's eating that kazayas, that achila, that he's makayim the mitzvah with, which have a shechiyana also. Now, that's true. You're eating in the rain. So now, this is a big revelation of who we hold like. He can't be holding like the Ran again because he says Kazayas. He can't be holding like the Rambam because you have to eat in the rain. He can't be holding the Me'iri because you only have to eat a Kazayas. And he's not holding like Tisvas because you have to eat even while it's raining. You don't wait for it to come back out. So that means to say... That according to the Ramah, we paskin like the Rosh. That means that Le'olam, the Gzira Shava Tesvav, Tesvav is telling me that there's a limitation of Teshvu Kein Teduru until you have a Kiyah Mitzvah. Once you have your Kiyah Mitzvah, then the Dinah Teshvu Kein Teduru still applies. So you read Shkashamim, you still have a Chiv to eat outside in the Sukkah. You wait a Kazayas, now you have you can go back in. Ay, a Kazayas isn't a Chilas very good. But since, even for Achilles Arai, we saw the mission of Chavavah and Reis, there's a Kiyam Mitzvah, once you're an Achilles Arai of Kazayas, that is enough to constitute a Kiyam of your Mitzvah that allows you to go back in. Now, we're not going to have time to go and start reading all the mission brews inside, unfortunately. But what comes out is as follows. You make a bracha of... Leishev, the first night in the ring. So there the Mishabruah says, even though the Ramad tells us we have to make Kiddush and eat in the Sukkah, we still don't make a bracha of Leishev. Why not? Because there's still a Shittas HaRambam, the Shulchan Aruch goes like, and there's still a Shittas HaTosvis that holds that your Mitztair, the Mitztair and Gishamim still applies even on the first night. And therefore, since we did a concept of Safik Brachos Vahokil, and brachas inama akfas, right? We have a suffix whether or not, right? There's different opinions that would say whether you're fulfilling a mitzvah or not. Some of the opinions would say that you're not. And we know that if you don't make a bracha on the mitzvah, nonetheless, if you do the action of the mitzvah, you still 
fulfill it. It doesn't prevent the fulfillment of the mitzvah of the bracha. Therefore, we don't make a bracha of leishev. So what would happen? You make kiddush, and you make a shechionu on your fulfillment of the mitzvah of the kazayas you're about to eat, and you eat a kazayas and you go back in without the leishev. Now, what happens if it stops raining? You're inside. So says the Mishnah Rura, it depends. If you're still in the middle of your Suda, in order to be Makayim, the Din of Tosfos, it's a good thing to go outside and have a Kazayas. Because if Mitzdayer is really Pater from Sukkah, so then when you ate your first Kazayas, you didn't fulfill your obligation. And therefore... Go outside now and fulfill your obligation. But it says says the Mishnah as follows: What happens if you went to bed already? If you went to bed already, so now to get up and leave your bed, you're also mitzayer. You're also mitzayer. So then we don't mitzayer is patamina sukkah. So even if you stopped raining, nonetheless you don't have an obligation to go down. And eat. Because it stands patamina sukkah. So that would be the halakha lamaisa. Halakha lamaisa is like the rush. That really you have to eat inside the sukkah even when it's raining. The Mishnah Brewer brings even that still, because of Suffolk Brachas the Hukkel, we don't make a lay shave on that achila. But if you're still downstairs, you didn't go up to bed yet, it's a good thing to go out and have a kazayas like Tosos. But if you already lie down, so then, Mitzdaya is Pater. And therefore, you don't have to get up to go back into the Sukkah. So that's going to be it for Masechah Sukkah for this time around, Besiyata Deshmaya. Next week, we're going to start Masechah Spavakama, Perakah It's very exciting, lots of stuff to do there. And uh, I'm looking forward to continuing.